The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, their respective managements or employees. Live from our various hidey holes across the Wasatch Front, <laughs> it's Geek Show Podcast. And now a message from the desk of Sheev Palpatine. Becoming emperor has made my life miserable. I made a lot more credits before I seized control. I've lost credits since I've seized control. I have people who come up to me and say crazy things like, you're Darth Sidious and you're Ray's grandpa. It's not a job that I enjoy, but I must continue because there is only one plan, one great design which, in which I shall govern the universe, and that is my plan. Now, I need documentation of Yaddle's menstrual cycle to make sure it's not just Master Yoda in drag on this Geek Show. Geekshowpodcast.com. Oh, there we are. Hi, everyone. I didn't see you there. Listen, I know, I know I'm pretty vocal about my own period. Uh, We know that too. But the second the government asks, I'm going (laughs) to shut up so fast. Emperor Palpatine wants to know. Um, uh, Sorry, like I might cough a bunch because I'm breathing this Chinese air. Yeah. I have been like, today it's in my favorite game. Am I sick or is it inversion? Inversion. <laughs> uh, welcoming to the show, of course, Rebecca Frost is there. Lee George Cade is there. Quad T, Too Tall Tony right there. And Mr. B, Shannon Barnson right down there. Everyone is here. Jay is on assignment, literally. Uh, <laughs> we lost the left the left leg of the full Megazord. He's, uh, he's fighting that Chinese balloon. Yeah. Um <laughs> I hear no. we can just shoot it down. Uh, no, no, they, they've, they've asked no, they, not to take pot shots. They've been and, asked not to take pot no, shots. No, they, they've been like they're like. Well, it doesn't seem to be a threat, so we're not going to shoot it down. I'm like, we shoot everything. Yeah, it's why are we the, stopping with this? Yeah, it's the size of two buses. If you shoot it down, I it's got to go somewhere. Americans okay? will measure. We'll it's use balloon, any form of Carrie. measurement except the metric system. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying that's about right. 50 meters long? No, no, no. no, 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 no two no. school buses. Two, two school buses. Two school two buses. It's about school 80 buses. pugs. <laughs> it's it's going to land what, on somebody. Yeah. It's seven refrigerators. So it's uh it's fourteen emotionally damaged second graders lined up. Yeah, a Long. large boulder the size of a small boulder. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. the size of two small mm-hmm. boulders put together. It's, it's the width of two halves of Boulder, Colorado. All right, um, just uh, real quickly here, uh, Bruvies on Saturday. Yeah, uh, we're going to be uh, showing Scott Pilgrim versus the World. That's a pretty good movie. That is. Man, mm. The lady Cade got so fired up, she's actually going to go to the thing. Really? Well, yeah. well, well. She's like, well, you do the show like well, that. I'm coming for that quality programming. Wow. I was going to ask, uh, can they show DVDs or does it have to be Blu-ray? It's got to be can, Blu-ray. I don't know. I don't know. It's the, beyond, it's the uh, quality. Well, the resolu- it's yeah, got to be Blu-ray. Bump, the, the resolution bump to Blu-ray is going to make it look a lot better than I DVD. Only, oh. I only have it on VHS. Like right over my shoulder here. <laughs> 
I have a whole cabinet full of uh, old uh, Geek Show movie night mm. movies. And they're all just regular instead yeah. of extra crispy. Um, yeah, it'll be at <laughs> Brewbies on Saturday the 11th, I believe. Is that correct? Yes. yes. Uh, mm-hmm. The doors are at 1130. We'll start at 12 with a live podcast recording. Mm-hmm. And the movie will start after that, probably around 1. And uh, it's pay what you want, as always. So it's Brewbies oh. in Salt Lake City. I've been practicing uh, my spoon playing. Maybe I'll do it live. We don't have time for that, Lee. Yeah. And don't well, we got time for that. And don't forget our Patreon. If you want to support the show, that's the best way to do it, other than liking the like button and, and all of that stuff on our YouTube. One of the best ways to keep kids like us off the streets. Yes, go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com. That's a link to our Patreon. All right. Uh, let's begin because we've got a lot to get to, and most of it is James Gunn. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, oh boy! I've been waiting for this. Uh, he's pointing at, you know, he's, he's pointing yeah. at you, Brett. I okay, said, dang. I said, I said a couple of weeks ago. Someday, DC fans, you'll have good news. Uh, yes. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. calm down. Carrie, uh, I, I, I. I've got thoughts I'd like to share. But oh, well, there are tons. Later. That's, what, that's yeah. what we're here for. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, so the the announcement was made this week of what uh, James Gunn has planned, him and Peter Safran, who is his uh, manager and partner uh, in all things creative. Uh, the writer's room was formed, and they were are going to find an overall story that will launch a unified DC universe. Creators have been approached, and a plan, at least what's being called Chapter One, Gods and Monsters, oh. was formulated, and a slate oh. of projects are in development. Oh. Uh, Gunn said one of our strategies is to take our diamond characters, which Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, and use them to prop up other characters that people don't know, uh, to build those lesser-known properties into diamond properties of tomorrow. So, Chapter One. Let's begin. Yeah, yeah, here we go. Oh my God, Tony! (laughs) Tony's so so hard to hear anything with Tony's (laughs) erection hitting me over the head. I I got a, I got a friend of mine who said that this first project. He goes, "This is like the least one, the one I'm least looking forward to." Actually, I'm very excited about. Creature Commandos is yeah. what it's called. Now, <laughs> I didn't know what this was until 20 minutes ago. <laughs> apparently, it's a very old comic. Um, yeah, it's it, super it, old, but they've uh, uh, redone it several times. Here's, yeah, I think mostly yeah. recently it's known as like Agents of Shade, I think. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, here's, here's what it says. It's an animated seven-episode series written by Gunn already in production. So apparently this was one of the deals that he did before he took the job. Yeah, he's... This, uh, he said he's already written it, and mm-hmm. it's uh, being animated. It's being yeah. animated right now. Originally a team of classic monsters assembled to fight Nazis. Mm-hmm. This is a modern take on the concept. It will follow the adventures of Rick Flagg Sr., who will appear in other projects. Dr. Phosphorus. Yeah. Nina Mazursky. Frankenstein. Frank- it's, like, it's, it's, yeah. it's Frankenstein, it's, and it was when he was the bass player for My Chemical Romance. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. and it's like it's like Bob Frankenstein. The, He's got a name. <laughs> the lead of the show, the bride of Frankenstein, G.I. Robot, and Weasel. Uh, Weasel's, gonna be, Weasel yeah, Weasel's in there, baby. Yeah. Yes. 
Uh, the voice actors have yet to be cast, but the executives are looking to find people who can voice the animated characters and also portray the live-action versions of these heroes when they when they show up in movies and TV. Hey, so I don't know that James I like Gunn, this. Hit like me that, up. I don't know I that love, I like I mean, that I, uh, they're doing it like like across the board. I, I don't. I don't just I'm I'm available for voice acting as Frankenstein, and I'll get in shape, and I can play a Frankenstein on the screen. I'm big enough. I'm I can whack a strong enough and doggone it. Darn it, people like me. <laughs> I'm just glad Sean Gunn has another job. <laughs> Sean Gunn will have work forever. Sean Real. Gunn is is Ted Raimi walked so that Sean Gunn could could run. <laughs> could run. <laughs> so right. I like that. I like that. All right, the next project. Waller. A, what was that? What's Ron Howard's brother's name? <laughs> oh, that squirrely looking fella. <laughs> Clint. John. John Clint, Howard. Clint Howard. <laughs> Clint Howard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, Clint Howard played a freaky bald kid on Star Trek. Oh, yeah. So Sean Gunn could run. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Waller is the next episode, a spinoff of Peacemaker. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, James Gunn. Uh, Viola Davis will return as the ruthless and morally ambiguous head of the government task force. The story will bring back characters from Peacemaker and tell a story with events set between Peacemaker season one and two because Gunn hasn't had time to write Peacemaker yeah. season two yet. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the sad news, I thought, that yeah. he was like... I'm too busy to make more peacemakers. Now, the uh, the people behind the show are Crystal Henry, who worked on Watchmen, and Jeremy Carver, who was the creator of the Doom Patrol TV series. Yeah, yeah. baby. Yeah, very excited for this one. All right. Now, the big one. Superman Legacy. Okay. Uh, the movie featuring no, wait, the man of... What was that? <laughs> I... Stop what it. What was that? Stop it. It's fine. She, does, she well, hates I'm Superman. Just... She doesn't like Luke Skywalker. She just hates I squeaky clean heroes. love them boy scouts, okay? All right. Oh, oh, oh. He's, God, he's the, not a boy scout. God. The movie featuring the Superman man of steel. Superman is absolutely a boy scout. Um, Gunn is writing and may direct. They really want him to direct it, although he has no commitments on that end to, uh, uh, that have been made. Uh, while the two previous titles are meant to be aperitifs in Saffron's words, Superman is the true kickoff for James Gunn's DCU plans. He says it's not an origin story. It focuses on Superman balancing his Kryptonian heritage with his human upbringing. He is the embodiment of truth, justice, in the American way. He is kindness in a world that thinks kindness... Rebecca is old-fashioned. Yeah, Rebecca. And a release date of July 11th, 2025 has been penciled in. <laughs> I saw a thing that uh, um, the the rumor, this is all hearsay, so I could be wrong. I probably am. Uh, that the front runner for Superman is Jacob Ellardy. You know, the terrible boy from Euphoria. <laughs> no. Not true. It's not true. I just think they should have Frank quietly draw Superman in everybody oh. else live action. Yeah. yeah so I'll there's your okay Superman. Muppets. Super no, Man make action. it a Muppet movie. <laughs> and everyone no, sure. is Muppets except Superman or Lois right. Lane. Uh, now, now, Tony, I need you to uh, okay. calm down. I don't know yeah, if I can, Carrie. I don't can know. If you I can you put your boner away? I might please? have to stand up and start air punching and maybe flex a little can you bit. Tuck just to... it. Because. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> Because lanterns. It's about a bunch of campers. So, Gre so Greg, so Greg Berlanti's, Greg Berlanti's uh, Green Lantern TV series has been scrapped. 
That's okay. Uh, he's that, that's gone. fine. Thank God. That's yeah. okay. In its place will be a new take on the space cops with power oh, rings. He yeah. says, our vision for this is very much in the vein of true detective. It's terrestrial. Which is, no. Which is like a weird thing to say. I'm, I'm up for weird. I'm no. up for weird. He said, it's we're putting genres and IPs in a hat and we're just going to randomly pick them <laughs> yeah, and make yeah, them work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Green Lantern. He says yep, it's it. true he detective. Says, there we no. go. Yep. Yep. Now, when you look at it, it's it's a cheaper way to make the show and yet still include the character in the whole picture. Uh, it is uh, terrestrial based. Our vision for this. Uh, let's uh, see. Uh, that works so good in the movie. Hey, it will, just let it go. It will feature. <laughs> Tony. Come on, it, just let me let him tell the story. <laughs> it's it's going to be a team up. Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And it says it's one of the most important shows that we have in development. It uh-huh. plays a really big role in leading into the main story that we are telling across film and TV. Uh-huh. So they're, they're uh-huh. two 70s cops. One of, them's a, one of them's a wild card, and the other one's close to, to retirement. And they drive a and, green El Camino that they call the Green Lantern. And, and, uh, and Hal Jordan's going to be like, I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. But I tell you what. If James Gunn is involved, yeah. you know you're going to get Chip, the Squirrel Lantern, and the oh, Broccoli, yes. the broccoli Lantern. The Broccoli Lantern. Oh, I want the Broccoli. I want the, all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. The yeah. guy that looks like a pickle. There, yeah. There's, pickle just, one, yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. just one piece of casting I need, and I'll, I'll buy in forever. Hmm? Just hire John Waters to play Sinestro. Yes. <laughs> yes. No. Mm. Nice. Good. I'm That's all for ridiculous. that. I'm right. excited in case you the can't next, tell. The next project, that was a TV series, Tony. The next project that is makes... a movie. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So now put it away. For now, put it away, yes. The <laughs> movie, The Authority. I'm very okay. excited about this. Now, What's with oh, all these movies about cops? You guys, this is the one. <laughs> Never in a million years would I thought that this would be a, a big DC movie. And how yeah. did I keep finding all this Frank quietly hurt? I know, right? You're good at that. Um, should I hold my comments to later? Or? Well, uh, let me read the synopsis okay. and then you can do it. Um, this is the movie based on the team of superheroes with extreme methods of protecting the planet uh, from the late 90s under uh, the Wildstorm imprint, yep. uh, which was uh, uh, Jim Lee. Uh, he says, this is a big movie, said Gun of the Authority, which he also described as a passion project of his. I uh, said he's currently working on the outline for it with another writer. The Authority is a very different kind of superhero story. They're basically good-intentioned, but they think that the world is completely broken, and the only way to fix it is to take things into their own hands, whether yep. that means killing people, destroying heads of state, changing governments, whatever they want to do to make the world better. We'll see how that journey goes before them. Uh, he said they are kind of like Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men. They know that you want them on the wall, or at least they believe that. They all can't so, handle the truth. The, the authority is basically if you took the Justice League and made them characters who 100% believe the ends justify the means. Yeah. And they will do whatever it takes to, quote, fix things, end quote. Mm-hmm. And uh, so... My thing about this is, this is one of my favorite series of all time. Really cool uh, series. Uh, Warren Ellis. Yes. Here's the thing, though. Warren Ellis created it. So you know it's weird. Yeah. Right? And um, the thing I'm worried about with James Gunn and some of the things that he's talking about is, 
I love James Gunn. I love DC. I think these uh, movies are all going to be for me. I don't know if they're going to be for everybody else. Well, we said that about he's, Guardians of the yeah. Galaxy. I, he's the, I, I, one, I he's know the that. one that has a track record of, I, of bucking I, that trend. And I realize that, and but I'm still just a little nervous because... I mean, uh, so, Tony, you've read The Authority. Yeah, I've read a Has bunch of Has anybody else read it? Okay. Um, I've read The Authority on life, and that's called The Bible. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's pretty uh, much the same thing. Not only yeah. is... Uh, just are, are the characters weird? All their powers are really weird, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like well, I just I mean some of them are really weird. I mean you're you're Apollo is it Apollo or Apollo and he, uh and uh Midnighter. Midnight. Their their powers are pretty pretty generic superhero powers. Yeah, but also they're Batman and Superman and yeah. they're a homosexual couple. Yeah. It's really yeah, yeah. yeah yes. it's, okay. It's some crazy stuff. Like especially f- considering the, the, the time that it was written at. Yeah, right. and uh, and then like uh that guy in the middle, Hawksmore, uh talks to cities mm-hmm. talks yeah. to like the living well, uh, a consciousness embodiment of cities yeah, yeah, and do your best impression the drummer, of your favorite city he does like <laughs> d- drummer stuff it's so listen this is easy compared to Groot okay well, uh, all of this is easy I'm just saying it's I love it I'm, I'm, I'm gonna love it, it all I'm here for it next project TV series HBO Max Paradise Lost uh, which they describe as a Game of Thrones-style drama set in the all-female island of Themyscira, Wonder Let's Woman's go. birthplace. Uh, filled with political intrigue and screaming between power players, it takes place before the events of the Wonder Woman films. It says it's an origin story of how did this society of women come about? What does it mean? What are their politics like? What are their rules? Who's in charge? What are all the games that they play with each other to get on the top? I think it's a really exciting thing that we're working on. Uh, he said, now what about Diana? And he then replied that they've been in touch with Gal Gadot, who isn't opposed to coming back, but nothing is finalized. Hey, I got a question. Who is <laughs> writing this? I do say. not have that information. Yeah, we, the only the only hard evidence we have on writing is what women. you mentioned. Yeah, it should be, How, for I'm, sure. I'm just hoping this show is ri- yeah. written by women. It, I, it, I'm I sure it will be. actually found Amazons. Hmm. I'll bet it, if James Gunn's doing it, you know he's gonna he's gonna say we need we need women in the writers room. Oh, that sure. sounds too woke for me. Oh, can't get into that woke. All right, no woke. <laughs> now, now here's the second, <laughs> the second biggie. The brave and the bold. Oh, baby! It's my favorite okay. soap opera. Uh, <laughs> sorry, all the I I had went Bat Family. I know I should have gone Brave and Bold, but that's okay. So that's all right. It works. Uh, a, here's the here's the synopsis. No, because it has nothing to do with Brave and the Bold. So yeah, no. it doesn't at all. Just here's the, name. the here's the synopsis. James Gunn said this is the introduction of the DCU Batman of Bruce Wayne, and also introduces my favorite Robin. He says Damian Wayne, who is yeah. a little son of a bitch. I was like, that little turd? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He says, the movie will take inspiration from the now classic Batman run written by Grant Morrison that introduced Batman oh. to a son he never knew existed, a murderous tween raised by assassins. Uh, he says, it's a very strange father-son story. It's going to feature other members of the extended Bat family just because we feel like they've been left out of the Batman stories oh in the God. theater for too long. I yeah, accidentally yeah. chose the right picture. You did. You did. Lee, great job. <gasps> so... Uh, he also notes that uh, says Saffron says of note, Gunn played coy when asked about Dick Grayson if he would make an appearance. He played coy with it, but importantly, it will feature a Batman not played by Robert Pattinson. 
Yeah, he made clear at the beginning of his uh, of his Twitter video mm-hmm. that uh, there's going to be the main DC universe in yes. in across these media, but also a side project that he, I love that he used the term Elseworld. Yeah, yeah. Elseworld product. He, he's Tony, what you're gonna see. Tony, the, I jumped about. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I yes. jumped about. He yeah. says, "What you're going to see is, you're, I mean, we're going to get a, a Pattinson Batman sequel, but that will be Elseworlds, as will the Joker sequel that we're getting. We'll also, be the Elseworlds. Penguin Show, because yep. isn't the Penguin Show yeah. a thing? Penguin That's show part of will the, also the be Batman. Yeah, yep. uh, The Penguin Show will take place immediately after this Batman movie, the one with Robert Pattinson, and it will tell the story of him getting control of the criminal underworld in Gotham." Which so I that, gotta say, I'm, be the okay, quite so, excited for that because uh, I thought Colin Farrell's uh, Penguin was underutilized in the Batman, and he's, I yeah. he's can't wait. Multilingual, the man knows Spanish. He speaks Spanish. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so this is another one that I'm just worried about for the general public. The the next project? No, the Batman. Oh, the Batman one. Uh, because I don't know if America's ready for a murderous uh, Robin. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the I, thing. Is, I'm just saying, like, once again, I know I'm going to love it. Yeah. But here's I think, like, people are going to go, like, why is Robin a murder guy? They've been doing the things that they think people are ready for, and look how that's worked out for them. So yeah. I think now they're well, like, okay, now we do got to dive I'm into just, what I'm we just think say- people aren't ready for. They I'm just a devil's four... advocate. On well, that gotcha. stuff. they pulled but, it off for four seasons with Titans, though. I, mean, I was going to say, but everybody knows Batman and Robin, and if, as it says here, he played coy about Robin, uh, about it being Dick Grayson, then they can use that to establish, boy, the kid was never like that when I was Robin, or something like that. It's absolutely. easy to do. Yeah, yeah, it can we'll be see. done. All right, HBO Max series next, Booster Gold. <laughs> yeah. Which, yes. oh. I'm excited for this. Yeah. Uh, unique, lower-tiered hero created in 1986. Uh, Gunn said, it's about a loser from the future who uses basic future technology to come back today and pretend to be a superhero. Yeah. Because and, everybody uh, in his time is is yeah. pretty cool. So he has so, to go yeah. back in time. Here's, he's, uh-huh. he's a janitor. Yep. In yeah. the future. Well, and isn't and, he a janitor he finds, at like the at one of the superhero museums or something like that? Yeah, and like he that? finds and he finds a time travel device. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, he uh Gunn described it as imposter syndrome as superhero. Yeah. That's what the nice. show will be. I can't wait for it. All right. Oh, you know who they should get ago. that that guy, that mm, blonde guy, Matt. Hold on, I'm fine. Mark Hamill? No. <laughs> it's a little um, old. Billy Magnuson? Uh, I'll find you guys a picture. Billy Madison, the guy that had to go back to uh, elementary school. Uh-huh. Yeah, school. yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, Twenty years ago, I oh, the would guy, have from, the guy Fillion. from Made for Love. Yeah, oh. twenty twenty years ago, Nathan Fillion would have been the best for this kind of role. But and maybe he still could do it. But it, well, he's... this is a, in my opinion, oh, this is a he's... perfect property for James Gunn. This he's... is something that he can easily yeah. exploit. Yeah, one hundred percent. But Nathan Fillion is also detachable arm boy in the DC universe. So right, and he's already so played he can't Booster. be both. Yeah, and he's played he's gold. And he's played Booster Gold before. Yeah. He All right. Has? Next, the next yeah, two the projects. Cartoon. Yeah, Ooh. the next two projects are movies. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. So <laughs> when I read about this announcement, I thought to myself, I need to go read some Supergirl books. Well, because you should this because it's Tom really good. Yeah, you it, should because it's Tom King, and oh, he's and, and he's like best. central. He's like central to the writing room. Yeah, cool. 
Uh, it's a Tom King written miniseries. This project has a different take of what we think about uh, Superman's cousin. It says it's we will her seven hundred and fiftieth origin story. All right. It says <laughs> yeah. we'll we will. We will see the difference between Superman, who was sent to Earth and raised by loving parents from the time he was an infant, versus Supergirl, raised on a rock, a chip off of Krypton, who watched everyone around her die and be killed in terrible ways for the first 14 years of her life, and then Oof. come to Earth. Wow. Uh, as it says here, she is a much harsher and more effed up Supergirl. Oh, make her like Hannah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it, what I've read about that miniseries is it's kind of like a space western. Yeah, hmm. I got to read that. I got the DC Universe subscription, so that's I'm going to read that. Now, uh, then the next project, and this will this is the final project in the Gods of Monsters uh, chapter one, Swamp Thing. <laughs> uh, it will be a horror film, and yes. uh, they are currently reaching out to James Mangold to see if yes! he will direct it. Uh, and nice. hopefully he will. He's already tweeted from his account a picture of Swamp Thing, so maybe that because that that TV series wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad it wasn't, at all. It wasn't horrible. No, I think no, it's talking about the USA series from the late eighties. Okay. Oh. No. Oh, I thought no, was that was terrible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are um, you an Adrian Barbobot? <laughs> no, she was in the movie in 1980 that oh, Wes Craven yeah. directed. I'm talking about Dick Duroc's third greatest role when he played Swamp Thing for USA Network. Well, what were his first and second? Yeah. Well, when he played uh, when he played the android Rook that was throwing guys into chasms in Star Trek, okay. and then Swamp Thing Two. Yeah. <laughs> With Heather uh, Locklear. Yeah. At the presentation, uh, Gunn said uh, the movie will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing, calling it a horror film. The character will still be interacting with other DC characters with the tonal clash, a key allure of any mashup, it says here. So there, there's your Swamp Thing project. Now, other parts of the presentation, this was all done, I think it was at the TV Critics uh, thing. Uh, says, uh, before audience get to see these movies, though, there's a matter of this year's crop of films, which include Shazam, uh, The Flash, Blue Beetle, and Aquaman 2. Uh, said, I'm the Aquaman. Uh, here's here's what here's what uh, James Gunn said about the previous film regime. Uh, he said that uh, he, the Flash, directed by Andy Machete, is probably one of the greatest superhero movies he's ever seen. Dang. <sighs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> I'm both happy and disappointed. To Me too. They both. <laughs> they both. Uh, they both said that according to the executives, they are hopeful that Ezra Miller is on the path to betterment. Says Ezra is completely committed to their recovery. We are fully supportive of that journey that they are on right now. When the time is right, when they are ready to have that discussion, we will figure out the best path forward. But right now, they are completely focused on their recovery. And in our conversation with them in the last couple of months, it feels like they're making progress. So there's that. Mm. Uh, let's see. Uh, they also talked about uh, the Peacemaker series. Anyone cast in Hal Jordan and John Stewart? It says, uh, it says we we don't want the stories to feel in any way like stepchildren or lesser than. It's just another way to tell a story. Uh, they took on the subject of Henry Cavill in this uh, press uh, conference. Uh, said uh, James Gunn, we didn't fire Henry. Henry was never cast. Wah, for wah. me, for me. <laughs> For me, it's about who do I want to cast as Superman and who did the filmmakers we have want to cast? And for me, for this story, it's not Henry. I like Henry. He's a great guy. I think he's getting I think he's getting dicked around by a lot of people, including the former regime of this company. Yep. 
said James Gunn, but this Superman is not Henry for a number of reasons. Well, they keep forgetting to bring up all the people that are screaming about how Henry Cavill's like the new libertarian mm-hmm. god. Um, <laughs> his contract was up. Like, yeah. It's it's not that they fired him. Like no. like he said, his contract was over. He he did a special thing for Black Adam, um, but there was no contract involved in any of right. this. So yeah, and also uh, they want to start over and cast younger people that can yep. do it mm-hmm. for a bit. Yeah, that's yeah, what they're I, saying is that we're looking at ten twenty years. So I read uh, to, yeah, I read a little thing from Dave Batista. I, I think this was this was true, but. Uh, he they he was he was talked to to play something and then him and no, James he, Gunn got together and he's and wanted said, to play Bane. That's what it was, Bane. Yeah. yeah, and 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 James Gunn is like, well, I mean, we'll need you for ten or fifteen years. And Dave Bautista was like, Whoa. I yeah. can't do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's like, I want to do serious actor stuff now. Yeah, yeah. I <laughs> uh, uh, James Gunn also uh, talked about uh, Zachary Levi. Uh, didn't talk, you know. The whole controversy with him apparently being an anti-vaxxer. Which, uh, honestly, not new. <laughs> if, I know. If we've been right. paying attention to Zachary Levi well, over the course of the last couple of years, yeah, I never I never trusted the man. I never trusted the man. I did what he was Chuck. <laughs> well, yeah, he's got that. You cannot be a spy and not kill people. Ever since then, I've been so mm. anti-Zachary here's, Levi. Here's what Gunn said about it. Actors, filmmakers that I work with are going to say things that I agree with, and they're going to say things I don't agree with. I can't be changing my plans all the time because an actor says something I don't agree with. At the same token, if someone is doing something that is morally reprehensible, that's a different story, and we'll take that into account. (laughs) Except for Ezra. (laughs) Uh, He says, uh, I've got all these different feels from all these different stories, and that's what makes it fun. He's also added, we're not stupid. Not every filmmaker is going to be happy because if someone is doing something that isn't working, we're going to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the hi- he also adds the history of DC is pretty messed up. Uh, mm-hmm. And he talked about the, the, the plans that Warner Brothers was doing. And, and again, referencing the, fi- the past regime, he said no one was minding the mint. They were giving away IP like they were party favors that any, and any creator that smiled at them, they gave them to. Oops. So. And, uh, he also said, I know I'm not going to make every fan happy. Yeah, yeah. he did mm-hmm. say that. Yep. You know, and, and I'm excited see. for it. Like, I'm, I hope I'm I didn't here. sound like I was poo-pooing things. <laughs> I just think some of it might be a hard sell uh, to a, Joe Public. After the announcements, a rival studio executive said, well, this is what happens when you put a writer and director in an executive role. Oh, my gosh. Get a creative type. Yeah. I know. Jeez. How dare they? Uh, let's see. Uh, he added there, there is the, there is the Arrowverse. There was the DCEU, which split off, became Joss Whedon, Justice League at some point, the Snyderverse at another point, there's Superman and Lois and the Reevesverse and all these things. He says, uh, you know, we, we just have to get it all under control. Um, but, uh, one of the, one of the interesting things he talked about too, is that he wants it to be across all, basically all forms of visual medium. You yeah. got cartoons, TV shows, movies, and video games. And people are saying, well, what are you mm-hmm. going to do about video game delays and blah, 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 blah? How are you going to tie in with important things? Well, the obvious answer to me is you don't put a video game out that is central to the storyline of your main mm-hmm. main storyline stuff. You can have it be in the same universe and just be a really cool side story with mm-hmm. other characters exactly. in the same yeah. universe. Yeah. 
And uh, here's here's the final statement that he made. He says, we're not going to put hundreds of millions of dollars into a film where a screenplay is only two thirds of the way done. And we <laughs> and we have to finish it while we're making the movie. Oh. I think he's talking about Black Adam. Anyway, um, um I could be wrong. He says, I've seen it happen again and again, and it's a mess. I think Uh that's the primary reason for the deterioration of quality of films today versus 20 or 30 years ago. He he concluded with... uh, uh, asked by the press if he would continue to have to use social media to debunk rumors, as he has done on his Twitter feed. He said, have to. That's my joy. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say now more than ever. And uh, once again, I'm going to point out, I can't believe this is the guy I got drunk with at Broovies. Yeah. How? Tw- like 15 years ago. Many moons. Yeah. I just want to say I am so happy that a full half hour was dedicated to DC News in this episode. But wait, there's more. Yes! Oh, you can, you can oh, rest. Carrie! Yes! <laughs> I've got one more item here. Uh, after, after this announcement was made and it was passed around the internet, we began to see increasing comic book sales for the titles that James Gunn mentioned. Mm -hmm. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow by Tom King, All-Star Superman Deluxe Edition Grant Morrison, Mm -hmm. Batman by Grant Morrison Omnibus Volume 1, Absolute Swamp Thing by Alan Moore, Warren Ellis' The Authority Omnibus, which is currently out of print, just so you know. Uh, Currently, I'm sure it will go back into print now that this has been made. And uh, and once it is, read it. It's amazing. According to Amazon's current list of best-selling superhero comics and graphic novels, readers are snapping up Morrison's Batman and Superman books, as well as King's Supergirl. Uh, It also shows the same three books in the top 14. That's just one day after Gunn made these announcements. Now, I would just say to you that uh, if you own any of these, throw them up on eBay. (laughs) And then rebuy them new when you... Especially that authority collection, because people will want that. So there's your DC news. Are you happy? I'm so happy. We (laughs) only do Marvel. (laughs) You can rest now. I don't know if I can. I'm just so wound up. This is I know. This is is such a good day. Tony, go Um, take a run around the block. (laughs) (laughs) Now I still have a couple of DC items. Yes. Oh my God! There's Let's more. keep going. Let Tony keep this. No, Let we'll Tony live. Train, train roll. This, this will just be quick. Uh, DC train rolling. How does the song go? I, <laughs> Something like that. I know you're all huge fans of Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's Butler, but it oh. has been canceled. Um, <laughs> I I really liked Pennyworth. Did you watch it? Okay, good. It was it. Well, I I watched it professionally. I re, I reviewed it. Oh, did mm-hmm. we skip Hit Monkey? Or did I just no, not get Pennyworth? No, we're, on we're that? getting there. Sorry. Uh, anyway, somehow I missed Pennyworth. I got it in the wrong order, but uh, it's fine. Pennyworth was a very grim alternate reality from the Gotham storyline. They had people mm-hmm. in gibbets hanging from the side of the road. Like the, it was a, it was kind of a wild story. I enjoyed. Well, it. chances are, you know, I mean, it won't be on HBO Max, but chances are mm-hmm. you'll be able to see it again because apparently. Fox-owned Tubi is adding more than two hundred twenty-five. Video on-demand titles from yeah. Warner Brothers and Warner Brothers Fast Channels. So I... this is this is where you're going to go for your Westworld, your Raised by Wolves, your Legendary. Tubi? Tubi? Seriously? Don't make Tubi. me download Tubi. Tubi and, and Roku. Uh, Roku channel. Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they will have them all and they will all be on demand. So that's where you'll hey, be able to go I, to see uh, these. I have a question about Pennyworth. Um if I were to, I mean, I'm not going to, but if I were going to watch Pennyworth, does it do a good enough job of like standing alone and like you wouldn't even know it's in the Batman universe? You only know because the name Thomas Wayne. 
and oh, like okay. he's Pennyworth is is a wild little. I mean, like it has no business existing, and it was only <laughs> cool because I thought it was weird. Like it's really weird, like, and it stopped being weird towards the end of the first season. But like the first, like there's political intrigue. He's kind of a secret agent, but he's also not a secret agent because he's only doing secret agent stuff for Thomas Wayne. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a wild alternate history of a 60s that never existed. Yeah. I like so, that episode where he learns how to make uh, watercress sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. yeah just, so he's, but he's very much just like a hooligan that's really good at beating the crap out of people. So yeah, right. that sounds kind of fun, actually. Oh, we got it four is. more stories. We're just going to rush through these so we can find out what you guys have been consuming. First of all, Hitmonkey, strangely enough, has been renewed at Hulu. Love it. Huh? Love it. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it will get a second season, but it will not have Marvel branding on it. Oh, that's weird. Okay. They're taking the Marvel title away from it because it's a it's a different group now, apparently. So Marvel TV folded into Kevin Feige's Marvel Studios in 2019. Well, and that's, uh, will so, they still have Marvel references and stuff in it? Mm, hard to say. Hard huh. to say. So, <laughs> But we're getting another season of Hitmonkey. Uh, Shannon is excited because we're getting a King of the Hill revival. I am also uh, excited for this. You guys, like, I, I, I've been wanting this since Trump. <laughs> See, and, and that's, I'm curious how they're going to do it. Is it going to be just jump ahead to our time with characters that are the same age, or are they going to well, have the characters be 20 plus years well, old? What are they going to do with Luann? Well, no, Probably recast her, unfortunately, but yeah. The, the, I could do Luann. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the thing about King of the Hill, if you go back and watch the episodes, right? Mm-hmm. It was never uh, time specific. It was always just like commentary. That's true about yeah. society. So, right. but uh, it's uh, yeah. This is they got the voice cast back. Uh, the reboot has been rumored for years. It's finally a done deal uh, judge and daniels reunited with king of the hill and the cast at 2017 at sketchfest in san francisco for the 20th anniversary of the show but then that's when the talk started but now it's it's there and they've got the whole cast back also and rebecca is very excited about this um scott lang's autobiography <laughs> i can't believe this amazon is a real says thing. This book is 256 pages long. What? How? How? <laughs> Big uh, print. Big print. Um, <laughs> pictures, lots and lots of pictures. Apparently it plays a, a, a part in the new Ant-Man movie, February 17th, by the what? way. It's the um, secret, po- secret diary of Laura to, Palmer all over again. I want to yeah. listen to it because there's a podcast. What show is it? There's oh I wish I could remember which show it is but someone's listening to the Scott Lang podcast. <laughs> really? That's what I want to hear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's uh, there's a there's a video about it where Paul Rudd is is voicing you know voicing it. It says oh hi I didn't see you there. Hi I'm Paul Rudd and I'm reading Scott Lang's book. <laughs> uh, so that's uh, going to be available not until September sadly uh, but uh, it will be available soon. It's called Look Out for the Little Guy. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. And finally this. This is the story I've been dying to break to all of you. According to a recent report in the Wall Street Journal, Universal Studios Hollywood has warned that some guests might not be allowed to ride the Mario Kart <laughs> Browser's Challenge. I love the picture Lee got. Well, there's a reason. <laughs> because apparently... The average American male is too large. Hey, wait a minute. Hey, whoa. Hey, that means this fat gal can still ride it. (laughs) 
Uh, it this says, sizeism. It says that if your waistline measures 40 inches or more. God yeah. damn it! That limitation is going Nuts. to potentially leave many guests very disappointed after enduring a long line at the new attraction. Well, I would uh, think they would have something that's like, you must be this tall to ride and this round. Less than, you can, less must than fit this in round. this cylinder. Like, you know those yeah. things that they have? Like, if your bag can fit in this, you can carry it on. But <laughs> like one this, of those, they're but gonna have this tiny. They're going to have this tiny oh. little person standing there, and they're like, if if Joe can't wrap his arms around your waist, you can't ride this ride. Or you just have the... Thank you for the hug, but you <laughs> cannot ride this ride. If you can't <laughs> get an embrace from Joe. Yeah, or you, you can't just... ride this ride, but here's a consolation hug. At the oh, end I'll of tell the you line, why. at the end of the line before the ride, have a little slide. And if they can't fit down the tube of the slide, then you uh, don't get extra, on the ride. An extra yep. wide reinforced slide. Like the like the kinds yep. that you see at the fair and, where you have to or, ride on a potato sack above, all the way down. That's right. Above it it'll say no slide, no ride. Or uh, <laughs> Joe or Joe hugs you and goes, Try a salad every once in a while. <laughs> oh my god, it's my mom all over again. Now I thought this was, you know, surely they they would have figured this out in the design. But no. apparently in recent years theme parks have become more stringent about safety restraints I mean, COVID and was hard on us though you yeah. know i mean i know i i've done some snacking it's not just <laughs> it's not just roller coasters it's indoor rides have become more complex and and you know highly immersive experiences and the tech that they employ has also become more complex and more dangerous so uh, like yeah. uh, like the ET ride at Universal. Much more <laughs> complex. <laughs> the uh, the example given is trackless vehicles now deftly weave through attractions like uh, Galaxy's Edge Rise of, the, Rise of the Resistance with more speed and agility than the ride vehicles used in classic attractions like Pirates of the Caribbean, for example. Well, so, I, so that's when, why when you, that... when you have a small ride or a ride that moves around quickly and you put someone in there where some of the mass of their body doesn't move with the rest of their body as they <laughs> as they slide. Listen, There's a thing called inertia, and I don't why, like it. I'm not a that's, fan. That's why the Tower of Terror ride is actually like so scary now because of all the fat people on it. And like, and I know it falls faster than like gravity would actually pull it, but now it's like going like extra fast. <laughs> I want my rides to stay like they were when I was a teenager. Damn it! If Indiana Jones isn't hanging lifelessly from a rock and a rope Lifeless. above yeah. me for 20 minutes in a broken down Indiana Jones ride, I don't want to ride it. Yeah. All right. What have you consumed this week? Who wants to go first? I have a lot. I have a lot. Okay, Rebecca. Well, and I've, only got, well I've only got a little. Should we go little as a lot? Okay. I got go a medium amount, so okay. I'll go in the middle. Of course, um, this has been a real walk down uh, memory lane. Do you guys see this? Hey, you found an iPod. iPod. Oh, My nice. iPod classic, the Burt's nice. Tiki Lounge uh, jukebox. Oh. And it's been fun to like go back and uh It still works? To, it still works. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, ABC has got a show I like. Will Trent. Will Trent? Yeah. Never and heard of it. Exactly. It's like a, a police procedural, but I really like the character. Uh, okay. And, and the actor's really good. Uh, I'm absolutely obsessed with Poker Face. As mm -hmm. you should be. Yeah, good show. Uh, yeah. Some of the best writing I've ever seen in, in a show. And uh, once again, uh, sexy Columbo. <laughs> and uh, just like everybody else, I'm also watching Shrinking. 
Oh, let me yeah. tell you. Let me tell you about shrinking. I started the first episode last night, and it has got that classic Bill Lawrence stank mm-hmm. on it. Like another See, I banger. I love Bill Lawrence. I yeah, love it. it's mm-hmm. it's another banger. If you like te- if you like Bill Lawrence stuff like Scrubs and Ted Lasso, like this is another okay. banger. All right, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's it. I had. We're so lucky. We have so many good shows. Ah. The okay. uh, the other Harrison Ford TV series got renewed as well. The one where he's in the West. The Yellowstone. So you know. Yeah, the Yellowstone. Yeah, I wonder if there. I wonder if Harrison Ford's on shrinking because Callisto was like, I did a sitcom once and it was fun. Maybe you should give it a try. <laughs> I like comedy. Uh, Rebecca. Um, okay, I had a very busy week. I'll try to go through this so fast. Um, for Sundance movies, I only saw one Sundance movie, and it was the aliens abducted my parents, and now I feel kind of left out. Uh, Disney Channel Local. original movie at Sundance. Yeah. Locals. Is it Locals good? I like this. Yes. I like the um, title. It felt it felt like a Disney Channel original movie. Oh. Uh, it was fine. Mm. Um and in my quest to watch all of the Oscar nominated stuff this year, I've been tearing through all of the shorts. I'm not going to name every single one of them, but um, there's one on Apple TV in particular called The Boy, the Mole, the Fox, and the Horse. And it's oh. based on a mm-hmm. book, which Anime. is absolutely adorable. I have that mm-hmm. book. It's That's absolutely a, adorable. Yeah. Uh, watch the short on Apple TV+. Plus. It's incredible. Um, I watched, <laughs> subjected my eyes to Babylon. Uh, Damien Chazelle, why have you done this to me? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then last night I watched After Sun. Daddy issues activate. Okay. Um, <laughs> and then for a throwback Thursday, I watched Groundhog Day for the first time. For the and first time? For the, really? yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know why right you guys on. are surprised. I don't know why you guys are surprised. Classic it came movie. out when she was like two. Um, <laughs> it, came, it came out when I was four, actually. Oh, um, I was off by two years. Yeah. Get it together. Um, right. The philosopher in me absolutely <laughs> loved it. Um, I thought it was, uh, I thought it was great. Uh, and then last night, I also watched Plane. Uh, How is that? <laughs> you know what? It knows exactly what it is. Oh. And I, <laughs> what is I, feel, <laughs> I feel like it's low-key racist. Oh. Um, <laughs> what? It's, it's, uh, it's uh, who's the star? Uh, Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. Gerard, Gerard Butler. Butler. Oh, no. And, and Luke Lands Cage. A plane. Yeah. And, yeah, Gerard Butler, the plane, has a mouth. The crash lands the plane, and then... <laughs> Hostages. Uh, it's <laughs> whatever. It knows exactly what it is. If you like action, it's a Gerard movies. Butler movie. It's yeah. a Gerard Butler yeah. movie. Nice. Um, TV shows, mm. Poker Face and Shrinking. Already talked about that. Um, I do want to mention three other things though. On the Geek Show Discord, please join our our Patreon, and you'll get access to the Discord. We've got some fun stuff going on in there right now. That's GeekShowGotThisCovered.com. Um, we, the fun stuff we have, we have the Oscars death race going on right now, where there's a group of us trying to watch all the Oscar nominated stuff. Um, but another one that, uh, has just recently started, um, I can't remember the guy's name and I'm so sorry, but he started a music league in the music channel where essentially you join a music league and then there's a challenge that's like, Hey, what's a guilty pleasure song. And then everyone submits a guilty pleasure song and you all have to vote on a song. And it's uh, been real. It's been really fun. That sounds fun. Uh, all I have is guilty music pleasures. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. not a guilty pleasure if I'm not embarrassed by it. Yeah. And then lastly, I want to mention the fireside chat. Um, oh. That's available on our mm-hmm. YouTube now. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that's all. That's it for nice. me. And, and Rebecca directed that just so you know. 
Uh, so thank you. Um, let's see. Uh, who's who's next? Lee? Yeah, I'm pretty quick on this one. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm amazed I got this past Rebecca, but... Last of Us season one episode three. Oh man, we do a deep we do a deep dive that's going to be posted here very soon, very yep. shortly. The episode was called Long Long Time, and uh, it's Murray Bartlett and Nick Offerman basically um, playing a couple of people who find each other when the world falls apart. Uh, to say that it was one of the best episodes of television of all time, that might be hyperbole. But in my opinion, it was. So uh, I would agree. Uh, just incredibly well made, incredibly well produced. And uh, yeah. yeah, we did do a, dup- a deep dive on that. I finished the novel of Altered Carbon and now I'm mad. And that's <laughs> something I didn't want to be or expect to be when I reached the end of the book. Uh, I didn't hate the TV series, but I found myself in this weird place where normally I read a book and then it's adapted. And I go, oh, well, here's some things they changed. Here's some stuff. But I'm not usually... You know, if I read the book after the adaptation, I don't usually find myself being so critical of the media that was produced from it. And this, I am so mad at the TV series that Netflix produced because I enjoyed Mm. it. It was okay. And then there were some choices made where they were just like, well, we could have this really cool thing at the end of the book that was amazing and blew my mind. Or we could just do (laughs) something else that's kind of boring and dumb. So anyway, I I found myself (laughs) very upset. Um, uh, by your recommendations last week, I decided to dive into Poker Face. Uh-huh. Normally, I do not just start a show and I'll, I, because I, I have a lot of hobbies, I'll usually like watch an episode and, and a night or every couple of nights or whatever else. We burned through the first three episodes Saturday night. We caught the third episode or the fourth episode on Sunday night, which, uh, just, just amazing. And then the most recent episode, which is called Time of the Monkey. Uh, guest starring Judith Light. Uh, it's it's a murder in an old folks home, and it's phenomenal. Oh. And, and uh, there's like, some just ugh. there's some sight like, gags in there that are amazing. But not only that, uh, at one point we we started analyzing something like would would a 74 year old woman have the strength to do something the 74 year old woman did? And we're like, oh, actually, yes, this well, particular one would. But I, I don't want to spoil it for people. This is a show that if you're not Watching you it, have to pay attention to it. You got to pay attention. This isn't a click yeah. on your phone show because there's um, no throwaways in it. Yeah, like, no. Everything yeah. leads into something else. That's what. Yeah. What this show. This show is like uh, catnip for my husband and I. So we yeah. do spend the entire episode like, oh, that's important. Oh, that's important. Did you see yeah. he put that thing in his apron? Oh, you got to pay attention to that. <laughs> I love. Yeah, that. I yep. I do not. Uh, I do not normally watch non-genre shows. I'm a fantasy sci-fi kind of person. But you give me a compelling mystery, Knives Out, Glass Onion. Of course, it's Ryan Johnson doing all three of these things. It, yeah. It's just it's just really good. And then started reading Count Zero, the second book uh, in the Neuromancer trilogy from oh. William Gibson. So uh, that's that's me. All nice. right. Tony. Uh, stuff we already talked about, I've also been consuming and just absolutely loving. Last of Us, uh, Poker Face, uh, uh, other things. Um, <laughs> Name them. Also, I will uh, caught up on Abbott Elementary. Ah, mm. so good. Oh, Wait, God. what was the last episode? Because they didn't have an episode this week, right? Oh, actually, I think I might be one episode behind still. Well, I don't. Cause... I don't know that they had one this week. Oh, but now it I don't remember matter. what so the good. last it's episode so was because I just remember after everyone just like I love this show. Um, <laughs> I wish we, I could handle that show. We That's we finished so Tulsa King. Yeah, we finished, we finished it. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> I will say there was a twist at the end I did not see coming. And yeah, maybe that's because I'm stupid. Such good trash. But, such uh, good yeah, trash. It's basically just fun well, trash. You um, want trash. Sylvester Stallone is going to do a reality show uh, with his family. He's doing it. It's uh -oh. going to be just like the Osborns. It's Amen. literally, isn't it Sly and the Family Stone? It should be. Oh, my uh, gosh. You know, it better be. Sly, Sly and the Family, family Stallone. Stallone. It should yeah. Stallone. Stallone. Oh, my I bad. I forgot about his actual yeah. name. I hope um. he goes in a. I hope he goes and beats up his plastic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing the remake of Dead Space and Chef's Kiss. It is just phenomenal. Good? So good. Even if good. you if you never touched the old Dead Space, you're gonna have an amazing time. If you played the old Dead Space to death, you're gonna have an amazing time. It's it's the. <laughs> Absolute I've been told epitome. To stop touching the old dead space. Don't stop touching the dead space. Uh, you you got to keep the dead space active and a lot and 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 moving. Um, just it's the absolute best example of what a video game remake should be. It is phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And then last but not least, um, we found this show that dropped on Hulu recently called Extraordinary, and it's this English. Like BBC, I don't know if it was BBC, but it's an English program. It's the first season. It's a it's a half hour sitcom, uh, set set in a world where everybody has superpowers. Except yeah, they get him at like the at main the age character. of eighteen, right? Yeah, that at the age of eighteen, everyone, and it's only been happening for like thirty or forty years for some reason. So someone watched My Hero Academia and said, "Let's make a show." Kind of, yeah. <laughs> except yeah. there's no schooling involved or anything. These are all adults. Mm. Um, but it's actually quite funny. I highly recommend checking out Extraordinary on Hulu. It's got a lot of good laughs and uh, a lot of interesting kind of takes on the powers genre. Mm. Okay. Uh, all right. All the shows that have been discussed i i heartily recommend uh three that were not mentioned I'll, i have on my list wow. uh first of all i'm the lone prop up person for american auto uh, i'm sorry i love it I'm so i just I know, keep I forgetting tried. it exists no, I, I just I, didn't i'm gonna start couldn't. watching it carrie i'm i'm the lone voice in the wilderness about american auto so uh go and enjoy it while you can because i get the feeling being the lone voice is uh, prophetic all right. Uh, also, uh, finally got to see Wakanda Forever because... Uh, oh, I, I watched that too, actually. Yeah. I never made it to the theater to Last see it. Last night, I watched uh, it. Because so it, cer it certainly didn't need my help in the theater, but I finally saw it and quite enjoyed it. Uh, also, uh, uh, an interesting take on Namor, I thought. Yeah. How, what, his name, what his name means? Uh, yeah. I love that. All of that. I loved all yep. of that stuff. And that's mm -hmm. not in the comic book. And I just went, you know what? You made the character better, I think. I agree, too. You I know, agree. But that's me. Finally, my big recommendation this week. It's on Netflix, and it's a show called Kunk on Earth. What? Oh, People I want to watch been, like, this. raving about this. I want to watch this. C-U-N-K. Kunk on Earth. And apparently, this is not the first series that she has done. Basically, imagine uh, if... Well, I can't say Borat. But imagine a Borat-type situation where this woman uh, makes documentaries. And it's kind of like it's kind of like yeah. an idiot abroad, but with a woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love and, an idiot abroad. And she, you know, interviews professors and talks about, you know, the ancient Greeks and, and you know, eh, but it's it's damn funny because she's ignorant and willfully. <laughs> well, you know what that sounds? It sounds kind of like check it out with Dr. Steve Brule, where he goes and interviews people and and he's an idiot and. 
but doesn't I mean, understand this is, what's going on. What makes it different? Because Brule is such a wild character. She's just she believes everything that she says. You oh, know? okay, I, okay. You know, when she says, "Now we're the uh, the, the cavemen. We're the we're the uh, ancient people. Were they made of the same meat like us?" <laughs> You know, I mean, so, it's weird. It's weird things like that, it. you know. So and she's then, done her own research. Yeah. yeah. And then these professors have to say, well, um, we're all made of meat. I'm guessing it would be the same kind of meat. Um, well, carbon-based life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, just watching these professors and museum curators scramble because they think that this person is real. <laughs> uh, it's well. just brilliant. So Kunk on Earth is what it's called. Uh, games. Do we have any? Yeah, we do, actually. Uh, things are starting to pick up because we had so many delays from last year that these games are finally starting to come out. Uh, <laughs> we got a new... Um, uh, where'd it go? Spell Force. A new Spell Force. Oh, that was last week. Uh, this week, Wanted Dead. This is a new genre. New, not a new genre, but a new IP. It looks interesting, but it looks like something that would have come out gameplay-wise in like the PS2, Xbox era. It's it's a third-person action uh, smash-up kind of a game. Looks interesting. Might be good. Keep an eye on that one. Um, we also have Journey to the Savage Planet on the new generation systems. That one's been out on the older systems for a while. Uh, Souls of Kronos, coming out on PC, PS5, and Switch. No love on the Xbox, for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then the big one everyone's excited for this week. Star um, Citizen. Nope. Lee, <laughs> how many times I got to tell you, that game will never come out. No, Tony, I know. They couldn't even hit their December patch, and it's already February. <laughs> Most of the things I love in life are that way as well. Yeah. I'm sorry, Lee. Um, Hogwarts Legacy comes out this week. Fake. So, yeah, it's been yeah. delayed so many times that we'll see if it actually if you does. Wanna, if you want to make sure a transphobe gets a little money, make sure to sign into it. Yeah. So there is <laughs> that one. Uh, takes place 100 years before Harry Potter, and it's uh, developed by a team here in Salt Lake City. Oh. Um, Avalanche Software, I think, is Avalanche what they Avalanche was, they did the old uh, um, Infinity game with Disney. Yeah, Disney Infinity. Yep, that yep. same studio. So Yeah. There you go. If you like the Hogwarts, there's something to check out. All right. Thank you very much. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Uh, so, you guys, we've really, really screwed up the ham. Hmm? Let's just give it to James, uh, James Gunn to fix. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he can fix, fix it. Yeah. Oh, I think he's going to recast the ham. <laughs> he's going to recast the ham! The ham was never cast in the first place. That's the right. We never fired, fired the ham. The ham was never hired. Yeah. The ham and was, was, and it was dicked around by the last and, regime. And actually, we had a really nice meeting with the ham. Yes, and we there's, agreed just to split. Seems like there's rumors guy. that the ham is actually pretty mean to women. I hear that he's gone <laughs> off to do a new War Ham or Forty Thousand franchise. Oh, I also, oh. I also heard the ham smells like cigarette smoke from mm. uh, Jimmy Martin. That's true. <gasps> Scandal. Scandal. What? 